2: Should I change my shirt? (laughs)
0: That's good. Uh, Hello, and welcome to Wizards, Warriors, and Words, a fantasy writing advice podcast. I'm Jed Hearn, author of Across the Broken Stars, and I'm joined by my co-host, starting with Dirk.
1: Hi, everybody. I'm Dirk, um, and uh, I wrote some Paternus books. Where am I? Sorry,
0: I wasn't (laughs) saying that. I'm Michael R. Fletcher, author of these awesome books who that awesome gentleman there did the covers for and a whole pile of other
1: stuff. Is that i And Rob.
3: Uh, I'm Rob, still ill. I, you know, it's not been going on a week. It's just one episode, but split into two. Author of Pawn's Gambit. And other stuff. Also, most of my covers these days are done
0: by that man over there. So, that That man man. that we are mysteriously referring to is Felix Ortiz, who is joining us for a second episode to talk about all things art and book covers. This is the second part of a discussion we've had with Felix. So, if you haven't already checked out the first part, um, I would recommend that. We showed a lot of our book covers in that. So, probably a good episode to check out the YouTube video for it so that you can actually see some of those covers um, and not just rely on our verbal (laughs) descriptions of art which uh, are less good than seeing the beautiful things in real life so
3: there's an episode we should like hold up a cover and try and describe it (laughs) we're awful we know
0: words I'll put it down the list that could be pretty cool um Felix do you want to reintroduce yourself again just in case those scoundrels are listening to this episode without first listening to past part
3: one
2: yeah, I'm, I'm Felix Ortiz. I do fantasy covers mostly for indie books, fantasy indie books. and Or I pretend to because it's actually all Dirk doing art <laughs> as we established in the previous episode. Um, yeah, so I'm glad to be here again. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Um, and I didn't get to say it in the last episode, but
0: Felix actually did our podcast artwork. So if you've seen the logo and the images that we have for the podcast where it's like i think a wizard and then a warrior and then someone else um like fighting against a bunch of monsters felix did that um for free we should point out which is very kind of you and you also did it in like 24 hours which is insane to me so yeah that was uh that a was a look at third character is my wife is <laughs> it a-
1: oh awesome <laughs>
0: oh there you go a little bit of an easter egg uh, there you go. Exclusives on the Wizards, Warriors, and Words show. Um, so Dirk, you had a question that we ended the last uh, the last episode with, in dramatic cliffhanger fashion. Um, <laughs> do you want to Do you want to kick that question off again?
1: Yeah, I remember when when uh, when I was working on my first cover, um, uh, thinking about I had I had to think about where. Um, the titling, the typography, and everything was going to be placed on the front cover. It needed to be a certain aspect ratio, and then there was the spine and the full wrap on the back, where you know blurbs and other information and ISBN and stuff has to go. So I had asked uh, Felix if that um, was a difficult transition for him and something that he that he struggled with early on, and and if it's maybe gotten easier.
2: Yeah, um, I. I definitely still struggle with that from the beginning definitely now now less so but yeah still sometimes um I still have to move things down sometimes I feel like oh yeah there's plenty of room there for for a title but then I realize maybe it's book 2 of, of you know a a trilogy and the first book has a huge title so like oh no no they need more space so I have to crunch things down a little bit or you know, but I have by now I have like a kind of like a standard template with guides and everything. So, oh, I it's so, dimension wise. It's fine. It's more about the the actual. Elements in the cover, uh, like how high or, or low do I keep things mm-hmm. like because title yeah. can
1: go top or bottom. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And then author's name, things like that. Usually they don't go together. They try to split it up. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's still, you have to keep your, because you, know, so you want to just draw, right? Like, Oh, this looks awesome. And they're like,
1: ah, I need to move things around. You know? Those goddamn words. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really sounded,
0: uh, funny, like I, I made a, early on a couple attempts of doing at doing the typography myself. Like Felix would do the art and I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to save a little money and I'll do the typography, uh, which always went badly. But it's like, I'd, be, I'd start trying to find places to put text where it wasn't covering something awesome and super cool. And I yeah. could never do it because no matter where I put the text, there was something behind it that I was like, "No, nah, that's too cool. I don't want to cover that." It yeah. was really hard, and so my typography sucked because I'm really bad at it. And eventually, uh, went begging back to Felix to uh, <laughs> <laughs> to get him to do it. I
1: remember when you better. went through that.
2: Yeah,
0: I yeah. learned. <laughs> Hire a professional. Do
2: it. Right. The thing is, uh, yeah. um, my my first career, like my my main career, is graphic designer. So. That's that's really what I do. I just don't do fantasy graphic design, which is a whole different thing, but I can sort of hack it, right? So I can, (laughs) yeah, like I'm not, I'm not going to do stuff like Sean does, right? I could if I put a lot of effort, but it's not my, it's not what I'm doing right now. Uh, And I know other people can do it. So if I have to, I will do it. I'll do my best, but um, so yeah, I can can sort of do it, but um, I try not to because, you know, it, it's just it will be too much work, you know, <laughs> putting it all together. But um, yeah, thinking about typography is, is definitely a huge thing. Uh, and I'll, I'm always thinking like, all right, I'm gonna give that much space to, to to Sean. Let's let's pretend I'm working with I know I'm working with him. He'll take the space. <laughs> like he you you know his titles are sometimes like fairly big and, and like um, I have a pretty good example of his stuff that I really love is uh, from Andrew Cobble. He did one called The King's Ranger. Yeah. Where he did like all these squiggles and it's very classic fantasy style. You know, there's, it's mostly of the, the, what you expect in fantasy, but he did such a good job on that, on that, that typography. I, I, I just love that, that series because of, of that, you know, like how those covers look um, with, with his work on it. Mm-hmm. so I try to give him as much when I know it's him I'm like yeah I'm gonna just make these tiny characters and like leave half the top half for him to do whatever he wants but <clears throat> when you're working with Sean do you sort of
3: like try to, to make it so that um, he's got more of a, a slant uh, space because I know Sean loves his slanted typography so do you sort of like think about that when you're doing it?
2: not really no like that he'll he find the slant himself like I don't <laughs> like that um yeah like the last four frank dorian has a very big slant but that was just coincidence hmm. uh, the the king's ranger doesn't have a slant it's like it's pretty you know straight um yeah but i think i think he he'll he'll you know he'll find out what works better
1: and the same the same with mine he did he did all of all of mine sean and it you know it's just but he did this this great typography design he designed the the type and the typeface and the and the little embellishments and uh, and he puts he puts things like some he puts everyone has a bit of the image over the yeah. Yeah. so to help bring out bring out the picture and uh, the the drawing the illustration and uh, it certainly uh, helps makes things pop. Yeah, and uh, we're talking about Sean King with STK Creations. Yes, going so yes, to say that since we haven't we haven't introduced him in that's this. That's right. It's the only episode. Sean,
2: by the way. What's there, that? There's no, no other Seans. What, what other? Is there? there is no <laughs> the Sean, one and only. That's
1: true. Yeah. There is no other Sean.
2: A W N, not S E A N. Right. Yep.
0: Yeah. So Felix, when you're trying to block out spaces for the titles, um. Are you, like, are you checking with the author and getting them to sort of like make some boxes as to where they think the title is going to go? Are you just sort of guessing? What's the approach?
2: Well, the, you know, I, I feel like I solved that with the sketch. Um, I, you know, when I send it out, I always, there's going to be some space either at the bottom or top. And, you know, you type, typography can be as big or as small as you want. So I, I don't measure exactly how big it will be. But I, I'm, you know, I make certain that there is space. And then in the end, you know, if for whatever reason, the title is like a 10 word title. I can always <laughs> add more sky or add more mountain, you know, and it, you know, it's usually it's not it's not a big problem unless you really don't leave anything, you know.
1: How much do you think about marketing aspects? I was like just going to ask this. Yeah, for today, because this, this, <laughs> stuff, this is stuff that authors need to think about, too, because especially today, the, the image has to pop, has to, has to say what the book is mm-hmm. um, in a very small space on Amazon, yeah. right? It's, a, it's got to work, unlike books of the past, it has to work uh, in a very small thumbnail, um, and, and you nail that. Um, how much do you think about that when you're, when you're helping, because a new author might not, a lot of new authors don't think about that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, that was something I also learned the hard way because, you know, you don't really think about that unless you're in the, in the, you know, in the market or in the, in the industry. So I realized that some covers have almost no detail, just shapes and contrast. But they're
1: flat color wise. They're, they they, washes.
2: I saw one recently where there's this like shape of us, like a Viking kind of, you know. But if you zoom in, there's no, no, no detail on the Viking. But it made me stop to look because the the, the figure against the back, the background contrasted so much. And it was like these reds and stuff. So sometimes it's not even about, oh my God, look at all these details. It's more about the composition and, you know what? What drives the eye to, to look at it? It's contrast, color, the shapes. You know, like a good composition, sure, but doesn't need to be super detailed. It has it. It has to be more of a mix of composition and contrast and color. Uh, it's very it, it color is probably the least important, at least to me. I think value, contrast. Uh, and shapes are more important because you can have a cool black and white cover that still, you know, snatches you like you're you're scrolling around like oh wait what's that you know and it's like could be black and white. Um, so I think yeah it's it's big shapes usually help like something not too cluttered you know uh, especially for thumbnails. I think that's that's for me. I think that's what's important. Um, yeah
1: and and you know like what what you did with pawn's gambit there are a lot of characters and there's a lot going on there and yet it still looks amazing really small it's (laughs) it's really attention grabbing and it's far more colorful than it's showing up (laughs) than it's showing up on on the on the video image um and i remember when i when i was working with um i love color i love color and so i when i was working with john anthony di giovanni on this um that's right by the way you can't you can't really tell there there's a little bit more of the color, but I told him I wanted an orange moon, uh, on a glaciated planet with a green snake and that ice blue, um, and he was just like, mm. <laughs> uh, and then when he but then when he did it, he he uh, this this is like I'm just kind of like blowing, because it makes me feel good. He was like I never would have considered, ever would have considered using that color palette um and he was glad that I pushed him pushed him yeah. on on the colors so that that was kind of fun
2: and you know michael's uh the, the um black stone heart uh-huh that cover was the same i i struggle with that because that place doesn't exist and also <laughs> it's physically like by the loss of physics it's also impossible so i was like how the
1: hell do i do this so how i solve this problem
2: that scene like
1: and the the purple the the purple is such was brilliant did you come up with the idea of the of the purple on that felix or was that
2: yeah just trying different i tried different things it was i feel like yeah from the beginning was it was purple and blues and uh but that that's i think i feel like that's also from the from the book itself no spoilers. But like the sky's yeah. sort of like swirling, yeah. purplish
1: color. Pa- my pants are in that thing, by the way.
0: <laughs> Felix, uh, what is the most challenging cover you've had to draw?
2: Oh, never die, definitely.
0: Yeah?
1: Yes, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. On the previous it, episode, is I, I spoke a little bit about that.
1: Is it because of the uh, style was not something you were used to doing? Because you've nailed it.
2: No, the style is something I do. Uh, Okay, samurai. I've been doing samurai since since I know what samurais are. Uh, It's more. The reason
3: I hired you for this cover was because of one of your samurai arts. I think it was your one. Was it Musashi or something? Yeah, Um, yeah. I saw that and I was like, "This is the guy for Never Die."
2: Yeah. So it was more. uh, uh, I I spoke about it on the previous episode, but it it was more about uh, life circumstances and 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 my own personal pressure, like putting a lot of pressure, because that cover was one of the first uh, covers that I did. Kind of, you know, kind of high profile and I really wanted to nail it. And I put so much pressure on myself and I didn't have the time. Like I would have to paint an hour here, two hours there, an hour here. So it was hard to focus and, and, you know, and I second guessed myself so many times. in that sense that was probably the hardest and then there's a couple others that I they they are not out yet so I can't really say what they are but um, (laughs) they they involve they involve buildings and until I learn 3D that's always going to be a hard (laughs) perspectives and stuff I hate it I mean you know you do it but it's like I I, this line has to match with this line I like it's kind of you know, not 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 a fun process until it's done. When it's done and you're like, you're like oh, cool. I did a tower or whatever. But, you know.
1: And you make it look uh, it's like, you know, there's so, so much of a comparison between what artists do and what what authors do, because you make it look effortless, you know, <laughs> um, because like your first sketch that you did for me was like it was perfect. And I think I had one or two tiny notes and and it it just it just nailed it. You make it seem it, we don't see any of the struggle that mm-hmm. you go through. Um yeah. Just just like readers don't see the struggle, all they see is the words on the page. They don't know what was cut out, what was changed, what kind of agony uh, authors put themselves through to 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 do things. So, uh, yeah. I, I, it's it's just it's interesting.
2: Some things, some things have. Uh, you know clearly more struggle than others like a standing character is something I've been doing since I was 13 because I played d and every character needed to be drawn so I got used to that and it does it's not as daunting as like a cover with 10 different elements on it and buildings and stuff that's more you had to sit down and think how am I gonna do this you know and, and try different things with a character you just feel fill out the character read a, a little bit about it and then just start drawing and and you know, do a few sketches, maybe get reference from your favorite people. And uh, I, it's not as challenging as as a, as a city. But, you know, in contrast, when I'm at work, at the you know, the art director work and I have to write an email, sometimes it takes me like 10 minutes to write two sentences because I'm like, no, this doesn't sound right. This needs to sound perfect because I'm at work and I don't want to be the person who writes the ugly emails. You know, I want to be... <laughs> Dra- dramatically, and I, then this is sound nice, but you know, so it's kind of the same. It, yeah, and you guys. Yeah. Oh, I wrote ten thousand words today. I don't know. It was kind of slow. I don't know. Like, ah, uh, f you guys, you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but True even the, yeah. yeah, even the people that write ten thousand words often have to go back and agonize over those. Yeah,
2: yeah. I and I get it. That's why we have editors back and forth. You know. Alpha readers.
1: Beta. I mean,
3: conversely, I can spend 10 hours drawing and I will have a stick figure to show for it. <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> have or you, a stock uh,
0: photo of a, of a chess piece with uh, your own typography above it to say, pawn's Gambit, not the final type cover. Um, no, Felix, I'm, yeah. I'm shocked you say that about cityscapes because I have read Breach of Peace recently by Daniel Green. You did the cover of that. And that's yeah. a great cityscape. Like, you've got yeah. a
2: temple in the background, you've got a yeah. dome. Yeah, so if you look at it, so I, I I knew it was kind of Victorian, maybe a little further, than, uh, more modern than Victorian. So I went through all my photos of my trips and there is photos of Columbia University here in, in New York. There's uh, photos of uh, the Louvre Museum. Um, there's photos of some place in Denmark and they are sort of all the same. And it was fantasy, so it doesn't matter. So I can mm-hmm. I can just paint over it and use the right angles and kind of uh, you know and, and the perspective's not too crazy, it's kind of flat, it's not from up in the air or down, it's kind mm-hmm. of forward. So that's not too hard. And the, the, the buildings are not the main focus, it's the characters, so that's all, that also helps. But um if you check out uh, Mark Simonetti's Cities yeah he, he uses 3d and then paints over it and and i think it's magnificent he's done some stuff that is just mind-blowing the angles and the just the scope um yeah. so it's it's a different you know it's a different thing uh but yeah the, that cities are definitely you know it, it's fine i'll do them and i'll enjoy doing them but it's gonna be uh you know not 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 a minotaur standing on you know <laughs> background
1: uh-huh Mark Lee oh,
0: I'm just looking up some of Mark's stuff and yeah you're right they are incredible Stunning.
1: Stunning. he's done
0: the artwork for like Michael J Sullivan for the name of the wind um yeah, yeah. some real some real big names and
2: yeah it's glorious looking uh, yeah he's he's huge he's a legend he's at the top he of did
1: it. he did the uh, uh Jonathan French got him to do the uh he did the um the the first cover not the trad pub but the self-pub cover of uh, The, Grey, of really? the wow. Grey Bastards. Yeah, that was, that, was a yeah. He, that cost him a fortune. But I can imagine he had always dreamed He saved they saved up their money for years and he had always dreamed to get a Simon Eddy cover and he got one and it's wow. beautiful. It's a, You're going to wonder why they redid it with that. Yeah, it's a real shame it's a real shame it's a real shame they didn't they didn't it's a travesty they did to that cover it's like well they just threw that cover out and then just like i don't know have have a
3: dude standing and then make him gray like an orc
1: yeah
0: tattooed orc
1: put some pointy ears on him yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, felix
0: who else do you look up to in terms of artistic inspiration um
2: wow uh (laughs) late late, late, lately lately um i'm a i'm a Jamie, Jamie Jones, uh, he is one of the top concept artists. Top, uh, he, he does a lot for tour and orbit. Jamie Jones, is, uh, he makes it look easy. <laughs> he, he yeah. Does, and, and his stuff is just mind-blowing to me. Um, then you have the classic, like, Paul Bonner. He did a lot of uh, Warhammer stuff back in the 90s. And he's he's a living legend. He's I, I think probably second only to like Frank Frasera, you know. He's Paul, Paul Bonner is just in his own league. Um, then if oh my god, uh, Simon Goinard. Simon Goinard was uh, a lot of had a lot of influence on Michael's um, uh, oh my god, uh Donovan Stone, no, the other one. She blood and in blood?
0: Ash Ash and Bones.
2: No, no, the previous one. Stone and, what is it? Smoke and stone. This guy? No, no, no. Uh, this yeah, guy. That one. Sorry. Smoke and stone. Smoke and stone. Blood, blood and stone. stone, because Michael, blood, whatever. Smoke and stone. So Simon Goinard had a lot of influence on that one. Um, uh, there's oh my god, there's, there's so many. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think Jamie Jones is kind of the the very first person I look for just anything because he has like the, the, the style that I just love. And, and then, and, and then just Google <laughs> like whatever, whatever the, the, you know, the art, the theme is, I just Google it. one,
1: one, one thing I, I, I know we're running close. To, we're just a little over time, just real quick. Um, I, I know from working with a lot of artists and with a lot of people that work with artists, when I was in the film business, and then, then through through the books and stuff, um, there there are there are authors, there are clients that you have. On one on one end, they have a very specific idea, and they need it to be exactly like that idea. And on the other end are are clients who just say, "Oh, whatever." Um, how how do you want? what what is the best way for for uh what which way is a problem for you more and and how do you like how how does it help you the most for for an author to work with you
2: um yeah you know i feel like always the more vague the better (laughs) because i want to fill in the blanks and i want to ask the questions Uh uh-huh and then and then from it's more organic than this is what i want because it, it's just easier for, you know, any creative, any creative job is like that. You, you want to put as much from you as, as what they're giving you. So mm-hmm. I, I find that that's the, the even if it has like all the details in the world, I would rather get to that than, than yeah. have it from the very beginning.
1: Yeah, I am. Um, one thing that for me personally, I love seeing another. I try. I, I know I give a lot of detail. But I try to give as as hey uh, as little as possible because I want to see, I love to see what other people consider this who have read the books fan art is one of the coolest things because it's like wow that's what I expected but it's not you know and I I actually very often will let an artist just do something that I didn't really specifically see it as the mm. character in particular but I really like that too. And who am I to say what the majority of other readers are are seeing it as? So just because I see it a specific way doesn't mean that's the best way and the way most readers see it.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, and you're hiring an artist for for a reason, you know, and... (laughs) 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 She's looking at, at my pen holder Come ah. and it broke. She's saying it's broken. Yes, it is. <laughs>
1: Sadly. Dad, daddy broke it. <laughs> <laughs> he did not break
2: <laughs> it. That's right. Um, yeah. So, so it. Yeah. I, I prefer big, and I, I prefer like if I hire hire any of you to write something for me, I'm not gonna tell you what to write. I'll be like, this is the theme. Go, go ahead. You know, because mm-hmm. I'm not a writer. You guys know what you're doing. You know, so.
1: <laughs> uh, we got you fooled <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: not too sure about that um, we should probably wrap this one up uh, before we uh, head off just really quickly if you want to help support the show you can head to our patreon www.patreon.com forward slash wizards um, you can get a bunch of cool stuff like we've got two free advanced reader copies up there of Pawns Gambit and Noriaska Groans how do you say that Fletcher Noriasca. Nurelska Groans Um, so you can actually get those books for free if you go and sign up to our patreon at certain tiers Um, and also lets you ask questions in a couple of months you will be getting spirits of vengeance for free as well pretty awesome deal pretty awesome deal does it get much better than that i don't think it does so if you haven't already go over to our patreon um check it out uh and yeah you can help support the show that way and thank you also to all of our patrons who do that um, at the moment including our high tier patreon daniel henderson um, and with that, we'll wrap up this episode, Felix. Thanks so much for coming on. This has been thank a great you, discussion. Thank you, Felix. Yeah, this awesome. Yeah. All
1: I right. have to have you back.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'd love to. Yeah. That's right. I'll the pain it. continues. You will never be able to escape yeah. unconscious, <laughs> Felix. I'm ready. <laughs> no, this has been really good. Um, yeah. Thank you everybody for watching or listening. Yep. If you've been listening, do check out these episodes on the YouTube channel. So then you can actually see some of the art we're talking about. Um, And for that, time to wrap up this episode. We'll see you next time. Bye,
1: everybody. Thanks, everybody. Planning
3: for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices.